Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast and the We Will Fix It show, broadcast in its edited form on potaholics.com, found here in its more raw form. Colin Thomas and I, we're talking bodges today, those crazy jobs that you just get out there and do and they get done all wrong. Talking about how you can fix it a little bit. I wind him up with some cleaning. You know, how do you fix your countertops, etc.? It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to enjoy it. It's called the We Will Fix It Show. Here we go now. Another hour would be very useful. Ah, uh, yeah, I hear you. Um, uh, where was I? So, so yeah, so yesterday, so what happened is on the weekend, I, uh, a cat got into the yard and the dog was chasing this cat, obviously, that now is desperately trying to get out of the yard. And the cat ran under my yellow Jeep. Okay. The problem is the dog also, oh God, hundred pounds crawled under that yellow Jeep. Now the cat at this point is freaking, right? Cause usually yeah, okay. in our neighborhood, under uh, a Lexus or an MG. You are safe. Yeah. Well, this 100-pound dog starts. So, the, I, I, near as I can figure, the, the cat crawled into the engine bay. Oh, jeez. And the dog then, you know, the problem is he's 100 pounds, right? Yes, so, he's, he's a big dog that's underneath this thing, but he doesn't have a lot of maneuvering room, thankfully. But he starts, clearly, he's got his mouth up there, and he's pulling to try and get this cat. So anyway, so I, all I know is the cat clearly got away. But the next day, I, I, and I only noticed this and I put it all together because when we came home, he was crawling under the Jeep. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I won't yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I noticed there's a hose beside the car. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so I'm looking at this hose going, oh no. So I send a picture to Glenn and he says, yeah, that's, a, that's an air hose. So he said, your, your car will run fine. It, it's, it's one of those hoses that I guess it allows air to release. Yeah, yeah. And it has a little thing so that it, nothing... So, so he said, look, you can drive your car without that. Cool. But next time you come by, why don't you bring it in and we'll have a look. So we, we did. We took it in and had a look. And he yeah. said, okay, it's, there's an exact one of these on the rear diff. I can't find where it goes on the front. And okay. so we didn't put it up on the hoist. And he said, okay, look, I got to bring it in for an oil change anyway. So okay. we'll put it up on the lift. But he said, clearly the dog, and it, it clips her on it. There's no bite marks. It's not wrecked. It's just come off. But in his, you know, 10 minutes crawling under the car with lights yeah. and just looking, he couldn't find where it goes back on. So How bizarre. Yeah. So it's probably, no, in the Jeep, it's probably on the top somewhere. There's some connector that it just needs to be put back on. So well, I might. Thank goodness he didn't destroy it. Oh, well, I just thought, man, thank goodness he didn't pull off, you know, the air conditioning hose or the water yeah, yeah, cooling yeah. hose or, and thankfully the cat got away. So. Gee whiz. <laughs> Isn't that a classic? They are amazing, our pets. However, is it, and, now and again. Well, and the thing is, the cats seem to keep coming back. So it's. You know, because this morning you took him out for his run. You know, it's about five o'clock. Mm. Get in. And, you know, he goes and, you know, I take all my, you know, get all our, our gear put away. And I go inside to get an espresso and I hear, and I hear something hit the gate. And I look out and there's this cat detailing it back as the dog is now doing an about face and running full speed. The cat jumps into a tree. Well, the dog can stand five feet on its hind legs. Gee, it's jumping three feet up. <gasps> trying to pull his cat out of a tree with, you know, and the cat's just going, what? The? And, <laughs> and he's pulling off branches that are an inch thick, right? So it's like a camel eating my yeah. tree. So of course the cat's safe, fine. But I, I noticed the cat about 20 minutes later when it calmed down, walking on the top of the, the, the fence, getting away. This is proper John, uh, Tom and Jerry, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and the, I think it's the same cat. So I think the cat maybe has realized, okay, this is not a place to hang out. Maybe it's realized it is the place to hang Or out. it's having fun and it's yeah. saying, you know, how far can I go? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, I, I just pray that it doesn't jump into some of the bushes because this dog does not care. If he oh goes into the bushes, God. the dog will go in with him. Oh, my you God. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we wanted to talk about pet proofing. Yes. And we've got a 10 minutes with Colin. Look at this. I brought something here that was on my gate. No, not that. That yellow piece oh. of paper. <laughs> I was looking at this going, but James, that's plastic. A plastic cactus, no yeah. less quite cool though, it, it is but right. the, though this Let's yellow piece of paper because i thought oh this is aqua pro uh, cleaning services always oh. great oh right well they do ac filter and ac grill cleaning yeah. so that is a lot of use <laughs> 
My goodness. Non-smell retouch paints. Well, that rules out anything oil-based and rules out anything latex-based as well. So that should be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, bath, kitchen, silicon. No, they could potentially do that. Yeah, yeah, That's legit. Yeah. Uh, mixer tap, clogged drain and cleaning. Okay, well, let's wonder what, what level of gear that these dear people have. Yeah. So anyway, um, I thought, I, yeah, since we okay. wanted to, we got a great 10 minutes with Colin where we're going to... We're gonna have bodging. a nice the ones that bodging. God, yeah. we've got lots of history on that this week. Oh, good. So, yes. so we'll we'll hit that. And Jack Foe, our our podcast with you and Jack is up today. I know, actually. I know. I sent it to him yesterday. Okay. I saw it. Um, so it's came up. I haven't I haven't said anything about it because what I tend to do is put put them up a couple days early, yeah. so that I can get my headliner grab. Yes. And then I'll start putting that up, so uh, it'll go up today. And I so, really enjoyed that one. Thank you for yeah, that, James. It, you know what? It, it was a lot of fun talking to Jack. was was yeah. great fun, and and we will kick off a a podcast with Jack, whether it be every couple of weeks or we'll see what fits in with his schedule. But get he's, him to come in here. He's really great for it as well, and yeah. also to have the two sides of the business with the accountability and also the personal training. It's yeah. like a broader subject area yeah. than the traditional just PT only style guys. Yeah. So I think so, it'll be a lot of fun, and yeah. we can just walk through a whole bunch of stuff and do it on a regular basis. And yeah, it's got it's kind of it was it's interesting because as I said, we I used to do this show right. I yeah, used yeah. to do a fitness show for years, and. It it's something that's missing from our Potaholics roundup, and I'd I'd love the idea because Jack is so into using social media, which which mm. is again the whole purpose of all this. I mean, I yep. love the idea, and we're going to do the ten minutes with Colin right at the start because okay. I want your guys to be able to pull that out, or I can pull Lovely. it up for them. Great, but I, I want you to use the podcast on your site. Yes, well, I, I don't know whether we are. We're not. So I don't know. I haven't even. I know. I never looked. We but were. I know we definitely yeah. were, but I haven't. I just haven't looked recently. Too so, much, I, so I, and the same with Glenn. I, I just keep saying, Glenn, just use them on your site. Yeah, yeah, and It'd just be great. Just use them. They're yeah. yours. And that that and the reason I say that is because Andrew uses some of the stuff on his site, yeah. especially when he does his other show, and they get tremendous traction from it. So I'm thinking, you know, it's good for everyone. No, absolutely great. Interestingly enough, I've got um, Claire, our marketing manager, in yeah. today. Nice. So um, it's a good time to just touch base on that when I get back. And and likewise, if I just need to send her, if she wants me to send, because I don't know if she can access when you look at the public side. I have to go take a look, but I can get an Im- I can get an embed code. I'm pretty sure she can she can do that. And if she wants that, I can send it to her. If the, and, or and if she just wants, say, the ten minutes with column piece. If I do them at the start, it's easy to find. Yeah, I can yeah. pull it out really easy. And boom. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. You am, just tell me what you need. I am kind of kind of arranged on everything apart from that ten minutes with Colin. So we are going to shoot from the hip, which is nothing new. All right. And I'm sure we'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> you know what? Let's start. All right, here we go. Potaholics time. It is the We Will Fix It show with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai and Essential Maintenance. <laughs> Why was Essential Maintenance flat, James? I, I don't know. I don't know. Should, they should, both, both should be going same. even more insane. You know, you'd be at dolphin noises by the time you hit Essential Maintenance. Essential Maintenance! <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we're here and we're coming to you from the Rove Hotel, downtown Dubai, the podcast studio extraordinaire. Got a great program. I'm really excited. And today it's actually traditional maintenance. It's not body <laughs> maintenance. It's not uh, electronic recycling that we've done recently, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. It is proper, proper maintenance, which is, is kind of insane. Yeah. It, it feels like we're treading over the traditional ground. Well, and, and I, I kind of miss doing some of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do go off on one and that's not just the, within the podcast itself but subject areas as well yeah. it's um but we've been doing this for so long isn't it amazing that we still find absolutely new stuff that we've never covered well what you do and, and sometimes it's things that we've talked about but there's a new wrinkle on them yeah, and exactly. i think i think it's kind of neat and and stuff changes and what i what i started to notice today because we i really want to talk about some of this these challenges with scratches and dents on yeah, wood yeah. furniture and things especially if you're going uh, you're doing a, a vacation rental yes <laughs> you got kids and you're like oh no yeah you know i gotta fix that quick so i think that becomes neat and you start noticing as i was doing a little research all of the different product that's out there there's a huge amount it's of like, now. mackerel it's like crazy mm. and then how do you use some of that stuff so i think i thought you know let's let's do a little dabble and who knows maybe we'll end up coming back into it 
yeah. um, in concentrating on something. Interestingly enough, with the research, it's it's interesting having an overlay on it yeah. because I don't agree with all of it. So that's <laughs> no, going to no. make it quite, no, no. quite an interesting well, discussion. Like I said, there, there was a time in my life when I worked on how-to books yeah. and this was one of those topic areas. And it was interesting because you'll, you'll look at someone and you go, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work like that. Yeah. What, what exact or what piece of wood were you doing it with? That it worked on, but that not, isn't going to necessarily work for everyone. So, yes. And did you actually do, it or did you read yeah. it somewhere else and just regurgitate <laughs> it? That's the other classic. Hey, there's a lot of that. There is a lot of that on the internet where people would just just grab stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Let's kick off with our one of our favorite parts of the show, one that everyone just loves and they wait for with bated breath, especially Natalie. Maybe not. <laughs> Here it is. Ten minutes with Colin. I love it, is, it. it is great, though, isn't it? If you put more <laughs> echo on it, a little it bit. sounds different. Yeah. I think we're going to update it because we've got Glenn's now, by the way. And have Let's you heard? see it, Glenn's. Yeah, here we go. This is PowerPoints with Glenn Power. <laughs> right, that's it. You're updating mine now. That's an outrage. How cool it is. Right, yeah, no, we're doing more. <laughs> and you've stolen, you've stolen the idea that we had here for that PowerWorks podcast thing. It's an outrage. What's going on in this place? I thought I'd trademarked it. Power, I'm coming for you straight after this show. You're getting it. Yeah, so I'll update yours for next week. Thank you. <laughs> but in the meantime, let's do it one more time. Ten minutes with Colin. Yeah, all right. Right, so, <laughs> so today it's an interesting one because I want to talk about the difference between genuine repairs, so fixed it, it is done, yeah. versus bodge repairs, which is, that might hold. Mm. And the reason I want to go into this is we've had sort of a couple of different scenarios. This has been, this has been a big one this week in yeah, the we've office. Had, it has, well, no, not actually in the office. This is personal stuff, oh, um, oh. interestingly enough. So my brother-in-law has just had his uh, property in the ranches passed back to him from a long-term tenant for uh, who he's had for the last four years. Wow. And I walked around it yesterday with him, and it was a fascinating view of what happens when you rent out a property. And um, the standard items, all of the normal stuff, the ACs and that kind of thing, has been really well looked after because he has an essential maintenance contract. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. But it was fascinating looking around the place and looking at all the things over the last four years have really kind of gone downhill in a bad really? way. And so so what, what kind of things were you looking at? Where's well, the list? We were, we were looking, um, first of all, it's things like flooring. Mm. So they've got a whole room now that's blown. It wasn't one tile that had lifted. It was 30, I think they have. Wow. And I've had exactly that same issue with the place that I moved into. Now, this doesn't happen overnight. What you see is, you're well, even when you're walking over a, a tiled surface, you see one tile that sounds different. And you're like... Yeah. Hmm, well, that one's raised. Now, the logical scenario at this point is to go, right, I've got one tile that's raised. If I deal with that one tile, then hopefully, or keep on top of it, hopefully this won't become a bigger problem. What he's got now is this big L shape around one of his bedrooms where it's literally blown. And you can see what's happened, which is the sun has come through the window yeah. in this particular area, and he was none the wiser. Ah. Now, as we speak right now, he is trying to head off to Rack Ceramics, and we've, we've spent a, a morning uh, of a combined team of both my purchasing team, and also uh, we put it onto the Arabian Ranches community Facebook group, which I run as well, and um, to see whether or not there was a solution. And the solution that everybody is coming up with is you can get something similar, but not exact. Mm. Well, if you imagine if you're renting a property and yeah. it doesn't have any of the beds in or anything like that, you're just looking at a floor. Well, that's going to show up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to rent that place. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be really difficult. So, and also, he's got a job to do now because it is so much that needs to be done in one hit that it's not as though he could just kind of lift that one tile and away he goes. He's got a large area that he needs to get sorted. So this is a massive problem for him to do. And the decision is... If you can get something that's really close, is it going to be good enough? Yeah. And secondly, if not, then he's got to rip up the whole bedroom, which then becomes something massive or a floating floor of some description. Yeah. So uh, he's literally gone, as we speak right now, over to uh, one of the rack ceramic suppliers to see whether or not we can get this tile. But it's a 30 by 30, which is really odd. Yeah. And then also there are other sizes that are 33 by 33 used in the ranches. Well, that's not a standard <laughs> size. So you end up either having to cut down every tile from a 40 by 40, which is horrible 
horrible. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or alternatively, you're going to have to do the whole lot. So he's got that to try and work out at the moment. But what could have been a little problem turned into something much bigger. Mm. Another one, the worktops downstairs. When just these, before, are, these are on top of the counters by the sink yes, and all exactly. that. Yes, exactly. So okay. in the kitchen, the kitchen worktops. So he bought a, a solid, well, actually, it wasn't solid wood. It was a veneered wood. It was an Ikea um, okay. update that he did about decent a year stuff. before he moved. Yeah, it is. It's decent stuff. Now, what happened there was it was quite clear that the where the draining board had been, they didn't put anything underneath. Oh. And they didn't mention the fact that the water going onto this, even though it had been sealed, had basically started to peel up the veneer oh. a long, long time ago. Yes. When we got there, all of the veneer has bent upwards and it's solid black. Oh, no, so it's all mold. Oh, it's gone. It's absolutely and utterly dead. So the problem that we've got is, because this is now, what's I guess, five, six years old, and he's also, he sealed it at the start, uh, the, the wood is a much darker colour than anything that he'd be able to get. He wouldn't be able to blend it in. Thanks. So he can't just fix the one strip that's by the, uh, the sink. It's going to be the whole lot that's going to have to go. So, again, if he'd been made aware that he had this problem, and, oh, yeah, when water goes on it, um, it, it actually is, he, I can see where the marks are, and that's yeah. where you would have started. He could have sent a resealer in, sent somebody in to be able to reseal mm. it, and that would be been a standard thing. Okay, well, I now know that every six months, every year, this reseal. needs to be resealed, and away he would have gone. And instead now, he's got a real problem on his hands to work out how to sort that out. So what's he going to have to do? Replace the entire countertop, probably? Yeah. yeah. Now, there's an interesting discussion that's happening um, with um, IKEA right now, because they have a limited 25-year warranty on all of their worktops. Uh-huh. And one half of the IKEA outfit is saying, yeah, covered by warranty, don't worry about it, pick out your new, um, uh, pick out your new worktop. And then the inspector came around yesterday and said, hmm, not so sure about that because we cover for uh, colour damage, yeah. and so whether it fades. But I'm not sure it covers all of this. So he's waiting with bated breath to find out whether or not he's got a bill for 4,000 dirhams to be able to replace it. with, And it would be with something standard because obviously it's a rental now. Yeah. So it would then be your two options are either to go back to wood or melamine because anything marble-based or yeah, granite-based yeah. is way too expensive for a rental. But both of those have the same property uh, issues. So again, we've got either a wooden, a new wood, which yeah. a tenant, can they be trusted? to seal it as is required? No. Probably not. No, they're not going to do it. You'd have to send someone in yourself as the property owner every year and say, okay, look, on this day, we're going to have the, the guys come in or the gals come in and they're going to reseal us. Yeah, and it would need to be treated properly in the in the first instance and have the understanding from uh, a tenant that you need to keep on top of this yeah. because this requires this regular regular work. If you have a decent tenant, you could it could work. Yeah, but the current the tenants that he had were decent as oh, well. Okay. They were decent people. It's just yeah. they were busy with life, right? You know? Yeah, and, and stuff gets in the way, and all the rest of it. To do I'm sure it. my landlord's going to be saying the same thing someday. You know, it's 20 yeah. years on, and he's going to go, "What the heck's happened in this place?" It was kind of on the whole, it, 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 you know, I walked around the place, and I thought, you know what, F fair, understandable usage on the whole. There were a few yeah. things that were a bit odd, but we'll talk about that some more. But the the worktops is a really difficult one. So the other option is melamine. Well, melamine right. is cheaper, but then the issue is you put a hot pan on it, and that's you're the done. end of it. You're done. It's burned. Yeah. It pulls it up. Water gets it. Yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're between a rock and a hard place there because, you know, for that kind of area that they're talking about, it's probably eight to 9,000 to get a Whoa. a really good solid That's a lot um, of money. composite. That's a lot of there. money. It is a huge amount of money. Yeah. yeah. So they've got that to be able to deal with. Um, the, the garden was a classic. So the garden, <laughs> clearly then they weren't garden people, but they had a gardener in and the gardener did. It's a whole lot of So let, let's just recap. First of all, they didn't do the, the necessary maintenance on yes. the tile work. Yeah, and absolutely. now, who knows what's going to happen. Yep. Didn't do the necessary work on the the, the kitchen counter. Yep. Now, look where that's going to happen. And now we're moving out into the garden. Yes. So, did, did they have a gardener? Yes, they had a gardener. But the gardener clearly had no direction. Oh. Because all the plants were 12 foot high. Yeah. Admittedly vertical. So, uh -huh. he, he, he cut the bits that he could easily get to but just let the whole thing go ballistic oh. so that's fair enough you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. unfortunately the gardener turned up while we were there so <laughs> it, it, he was given very short shrift on this is what you should have done and we expect this done before you finish at the end of the month please so we'll see how he gets on there but the really dodgy one was the garden electrics oh no this you know we've we've talked about this before oh, man literally i looked at it and i'm like this is this is just lethal do you think they did it themselves is that they, you know so we 
to be fair, again, yeah, well, no, the gardener definitely did some of it, without a doubt. He, he knew a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> so there were things like um, there was an internal plug socket on the back wall right. that was attached to the irrigation power supply. Um, and was there just wires running out the back of it? Yeah, yeah. Three, oh, oh. three red wires, single strand <laughs> red wires, going to an internal socket with no grommet even on the bottom, so just a hole in the bottom of the socket. And I'm like, well, why? You know, there's, there was a there's, there is a plug socket that it's not a big garden. There's a yeah. plug socket that is attached to the house that you would use for any external power needs. Yeah. I've got no clue why it's there. So they had that. All the lighting, which before they moved out, I didn't like anyway but that is all just hanging off the walls now um oh, no. there are switches we talked previously about chinese switches yeah which is anything that has like a flexible originally a flexible plastic clear cover that turns out yellow after yeah. six months well that was hanging off the wall and all of it's exposed wire right. and then the the um the gardener tells us, oh yes and the irrigation hasn't worked for the last three months and we're like it's obvious why. I mean, come on, it's an absolute state. But again, it was just, yeah, the gardener says he can fix it, so off he goes, and he bodges it. Well, you've got children, yeah, you know, and you've got animals. yeah, And the dangers of doing that are just massive. You know, 240 volts can do huge damage to people, and they don't, people don't think that way. Yet. And, it's, and it's, it's nice because we get that nice sheen, right, with our, you know, sprinklers and whatever they're doing, and that's that nice little covering, a little bit of exposed wire, and electricity travels. Yeah, it does. It conducts. Water yeah. conducts electricity. Yeah. Oh. And and it's, it, for me, that's one thing that is just almost un- unforgivable. We had a, an incident, uh, this is now, oh, just at the start of um, when I was meeting with Natalie early courting day. So this is 2008. We just set up Jim Will Fix It back in the day. And um, I walked for the second time, I guess, into her, uh, my now in-laws um, back garden. And our dog Bailey was with us at the time and um, father in was oh, let him off, let him off, I don't mind. So we let Bailey off and immediately he made his way. He was ferreting around um, looking for various bits and bobs and I looked down and the garden lights were on and there was every connection had just been stranded together oh, with no. tape and oh, some no. of it was coming off. And I could see Bailey going towards one of these connections and I let out this horrific scream <laughs> get the lights off now. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? As I dive for the switch to turn it off, as he just gave it a good sniff on the empty wires, like oh, no. two seconds after I just turned this light switch off. And you know, it was one of those moments. So that one of my earliest freebie jobs was to fix all of his garden electrics from, from some Muppet who had just literally taped all the connections, which was just lethal. Oh, but man. again, there's some of those in, in my brother-in-law's garden as well. So you have that. That is like the traditional bodge. Now, the, the other side of that is um, a, another type of bodge, which is substandard parts going into properties. Which is huge, huge. Yeah. Well, we're dealing with that now on the property that we've moved into, which on first inspection was, on the whole, it seemed quite decent. Yeah. We have failures on like a daily basis at the moment. We've had lock failures, where, which is constant, where you, you literally you open one of the locks and it sticks there. Oh, no. It doesn't matter how much WD-40 or, in my case, um, sp- uh, spray graphite uh, that you yeah. put in there, it will not free off. And then you look, and I know that the original brand there is Devon. And you look, and then you go and see your Chinese symbols, and you're like, oh, you're kidding, not again. And basically, it's that over time, either the spring is broken because it's um, some really thin Chinese spring or whatever. And at the time, you get given two options. You've got the genuine uh, original replacement. Let's say that that is 400 dirhams. Or, madam, I've got this Chinese one, which is 120. What are you going to do? Of course, you're renting the property. It's like, yeah, I'll take the 120. Yeah, instead of talking to a landlord to say, you know what? Do you want to do this job again in six months' time or do you not? Yep. And that's the problem. And the landlord will still say, no, go for the Chinese one. <laughs> and they'll be paying two, three, four times over. Whereas the Devon one that was taken out originally had already done 10 years before it was taken see, out. See. Okay. Yeah. And what actually, so it's this false economy that really right. gets, on, gets my goat. For, you know, and, and let's say it's 150 dirhams to put in the Chinese part. That's 150 dirhams for the part. 
Yep. Plus, I got to call in the guy. Exactly. It's going to cost, that's going to cost me another 100 dirhams on the yep. call in. Plus, he's going to do the job. I, it might cost me another 200 dirhams. Next thing you know, I've already paid the same price. Exactly. <laughs> so, this is where my, my frustration really comes from because it is, um, it, we will only work one way. As a company, we will fix it. It, it is a requirement um, for me that any parts that we use are either original quality or better, or it has to come to me for approval. Mm. And normally, that means a delivery to my place with OEM plus the uh, placement part and I'll make a judgment call on it because if we're putting a 12 month warranty behind it what I actually want is a minimum of five years for that part so mm. I know and it's pure business I do not want something failing yeah. within that 12 month period because I'm replacing that free of charge well conversely I want to be good value so if I'm not able yeah. to demonstrate and be confident that I've got five years worth of wear for our customers then really why are we fitting <laughs> that that's not acceptable if you wouldn't fit it in your own house exactly. why are you going to fit it in someone else's yeah. and that is the standard um, mantra that we have it we will fix it and our guys know if there is a part that i find in our warehouse that i do not approve of everything goes ballistic and it, um, you know bad old bad old coin from back in my 20s when i was i used to be a little little less relaxed than i am now really we'll, we'll come out oh god you won't believe it but um we'll come back out and and it's simply because that is what we set up to be we've set up to be the the maintenance company that people can trust and we will stand by the products that we fit and i think we're the only people these days that offer our own warranty we don't get warranty on parts it's not as though yeah. we pass it off to a supplier it doesn't happen so in which case what we fit has to be good mm. and you know what that's called 10 minutes with colin that's pretty good right my gut feel was i was really close that time what yeah. do you think <laughs> Yeah, I think we're only five minutes over. Oh, that's but good for that's me. That's okay. So that, I'm yeah. 50% out, and I consider that to be an accurate win. I love it. I love it. That was fantastic. Good. Well, considering that we're shooting off the hip and I managed to do any prep for that bit, I'm feeling all right with that. To be fair, I could have ranted there for hours on end, so we did well to stop well, it. The, the rant is good, though. I, I mean, know, but it gets me so mad, James. Seriously, I mean, bodging, bodging. Why do people well, it, do it? And it, you know what? It happens with paint, too. We had the landlord. Oh, let me sh let me share this one. You're going to love this. If it's about a certain brand beginning with N and oh. from the Charger roundabout, then yeah, oh, I'm going to lose it. Oh, my goodness. That is the brand that was used. Yes. Okay, there we but go. But even worse... The, so what what happened? Here's the backstory. Yeah, kitchen, hot water tank is over the sink. Oh, um, yeah, I know this one. But oh. the hot water tank is only half over the sink. Yeah, yeah, and half over the cupboards. Yeah, and obviously had a failure all down the cupboards. They're all particle board cupboards. Oh no! So they had to replace a section. Fortunately, the way they go on. Right? So the guys come in, and I'm saying, you know, like why, why don't we just replace them all? <laughs> You know, let's let's talk a deal. You place, I'll you know, we'll, no, no, we'll replace, we'll replace. And the old cupboards anyway. Yeah, yeah, so. it's twenty years old. Yeah. Like they're, they're they're originals, and actually the original ones look okay. Yeah. And uh, so they said, no, no, we can we can remanufacture. Remanufacture. So, uh, yeah. so they do, and the the router. I'm sure you call it a router in England as yeah, well. Same thing. The routing is so they they basically took one of the panels to replicate it. Yeah, the, the person who was using the router who they replicated, not quite as good as the factory what, model. What you mean is he was blind. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so, no. so then the best part was, so we, it's, you know, we're, in, we're in the room here. So we've got this wood paneling, this kind of pine, naughty pine look on. It's about this color. Yeah. And then they've done the router. Now, remember, it's particle board, right? Yeah. So as soon as you do your routing, you've now got exposed particle board that needs to be painted. Yes, you do. And on the original ones, it's darn nice looking. This guy, I think he did it with his finger. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So. <laughs> Do you know, the, the other bit of that that's just so frustrating is when you look at it, when you're even in that room, your eye is constantly yeah. drawn to yeah. the, the bit that you know is just garbage. I, and, and, I, and it is every time. And I just kind of go, really? Like, yeah. really? To the, and that's the point where literally that was the last straw for us. And most things we end up calling you guys. Yeah. Because we just can't take it anymore. No, it is. It's, it's, one of, it's, it's an interesting... And there's just a bodge. And yeah. it was just, you know, it didn't have to be like that. I almost feel that people, though, in Dubai need to go through that process. Yeah. Which is, you know, we get, we get two different schools of customer on the whole. We get those customers who would never even consider bodging their property. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Absolutely love them to pieces and very rarely, and things do go wrong. We talk about this quite a lot. Things yeah. do go wrong with maintenance, but you know what? We kind of, we know when there's, there's um, a, a part which is just an 
honest failure. There's nothing that's there. And then, and so in that situation, there's never even a query. We don't mm. go out to take a look first. We go there with the spare parts, and that way we can go and fix it in one hit. Genuine customer, we know what's going on. Yeah. The other type of customer that we get has already been through a year, two year of bodges. And quite often it's because that's the landlord's insistence. Right. And quite rightly, they feel like maintenance should be the landlord's responsibility. Yeah. But they get to the stage, which is this nasty practical Dubai <laughs> scenario, whereby they've had so much of their time wasted because they've had people that haven't turned up on time. It's funny. Oh, that's the killer one. Yeah, yeah, it is. But oh, no, I mean, no. You're, and, and oh, here's the best one. And this is why essential maintenance works so well. And we will fix it as well. And, and we're not even, you know, I, I, we're talking about this, but is the pre-visit. Yeah, the pre-visit. <laughs> do you know... It's the, hot water tank's gone. Guy comes saying, okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I need hot water now. <laughs> so we'll be back tomorrow. But do you know the classic with that? The difficulty in the background is when it is, a, uh, when it is one of the properties in one of the developments, we know them inside out. So yeah. we can go with the correct water tank. Now and again, we get it wrong, or oh. especially with the independents. That's the yeah. so an independent independent villa like yours right. could be pretty much anything. Send us a picture. If you can't send a picture, it might be a little bit of a struggle. Okay, so what we've done is w we work on the one call, one visit job done. That's on the back of every van. Yeah. So in that situation, assuming that we can get a cost approval from you, what actually happens is when the guys get there and see it, before they even started training, phone call goes to the purchasing team. Guess what? We've got a bit of a problem here. We've got the wrong, uh, the wrong water heater. At that moment, the, it then goes from purchasing. So purchasing go, right, we can get that one and we can get it really quickly, which we can. Secondly, we get the uh, so message goes from purchasing to the bookings teams go, sorry, but it's the wrong one that uh, that's, uh, that's there. Call the customer, get an approval on this rate. Whilst that's happening, we have a driver that is driving to the supplier to pick up the correct water heater and will drive direct to the property, wherever it is in Dubai. And at the same time, the team will be draining that water heater that's already there. Yeah. Whether or not the customer's going to go ahead, they need it drained, otherwise it's going to continue leaking and doing damage. So we'll do that work anyway. By the time they've got there, hopefully we've got that approval. So that, that way, we haven't lost any time whatsoever to be able to get that new water heater in. That's the way that people should be working. Yeah. That doesn't happen that way. No, nah, it right. doesn't with most companies. And, and the, the expectation isn't like that. So it's, and, and I think once you, you start doing that, you start going, well, it should always be like this. Yeah, I know, but it's a process. Again, people need to yeah. get to that. So unless you've been through that pain, um, if and you know, especially at this time when everybody is so cost conscious because people are on reduced salaries and all this kind of stuff, and I get it. It's so, still, and it's still happening, actually. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I hate to say it, and this is a global phenomenon, so it's not just a, you know, here where we are, but you know, where's the good measure of what how things are going for folks, yeah, and that's at the the hair salons. So yeah, it's a good one. That it's a good barometer, isn't it? And there's still some still some settling happening. And the hair salon was recently saying that uh, they've they've had a few customers who've uh, had to take a break. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. So we'll see. Well, apparently there's another wave coming um, from what I hear. Not not necessarily of um, COVID cases, but just from an economic perspective. And I just really hope it's not as bad as it has been because it's been rough for a lot of people. I, you know, it's it's a, it's that global thing, right? And it's when you, you look at things all over the world and I think everyone is, it's sort of a resettling. It's a reset in yes. a sense and, and a true classic reset in, in the sense that it's not resetting and then let's start up the same program. It's reset and hey, we've had an upgrade of the uh, software. Yes, yeah, no, I absolutely <laughs> agree. It really is, isn't it? It's um, it's interesting, and when we do come out the other side, because we will, yeah, I think absolutely. we will be fitter and stronger, in from, not just from a physical perspective, but um, from every perspective, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, I'm, I'm Which really actually, excited. if you think about it, that segues beautifully into what we're talking about today, because it's loads of DIY fixes that people can do themselves, yeah. where instead, it, it may well be that they need to call somebody out to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what a good subject to um, to move on to, I think. Well, I, and I thought it was kind of interesting, because this was really about fixing those scratches and dents in wood furniture or yeah. on your countertop or, you know, just things. And I mean, I, you, you've got kids, I've got kids. Yep. How many times, or, or, you know, you've been working on the table, you've got your dining room table and it's not 
covered and the kids are up there with a fork and then one slips off and there's a big gouge and you're looking at it going, I gotta resand this whole thing. Or Do you know here's an interesting <laughs> one. See, I actually think now we have we have two tables. We've got the one that's in the breakfast room, which is like a small square four seater, which is where the kids can do all of their um playing around, painting, whatever else. Yeah. That is multicolored. <laughs> and, and I love it. I love it for 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 exactly that reason because that that is family life for us. Yeah. And um Whilst we do, we regularly will uh, clean it, scour it, and then seal it with another uh, wax coat. Um, it, it, I don't want it to come back perfect. I yeah. want it to show what we've done as a family there. We then have the other table, which is this big 10-seater that kind of sits at our main dining table that we almost use just for posh things, you know, during the summer <laughs> when it's hot. And that one is, um, it's one of those where, I'm not prepared to get upset by things because, again, the time when we use that is when we've got the whole family together. Yeah. And that time is magic. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. I am not going to focus on people putting a coaster <laughs> under their wine glass. And if we get a, a, a wine stain on it, I will deal with it. Yeah. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But for a lot of people, I, mean, I, I can imagine, I remember, I remember when I was young and I scratched my mum's dining table. Oh. Yeah, and it was with a fork. Yeah. I was literally, it wasn't intentional. I just had yeah, my yeah. knife and fork. And as a kid, you know, when, when yeah. they end up vertical, you're yeah. not really focused. And back I came with the yeah. bottom of the fork. Yeah. And my God, she almost died. It was one of those moments where she just was, couldn't, could not comprehend what I'd just done. <laughs> Did you still hold that over you today? No, bless her, no. no okay. she, doesn't, she doesn't, not these days. But um, it was one of those where I remember my dad and um, and how he dealt with that one. And it was, it was the crayon route. Yeah. And, Which um, is amazing, isn't it? it the crayon, <laughs> literally the kids, uh, crayon the brown is just your, your best yeah. friend. And these days, because they come in sets of 50 or 60, yeah. it is the easiest solution to most of the, those problems. And the lovely thing about wood is it's so forgiving on the whole. You don't yeah. have that uniqueness of colour. You have that natural variation. So you can work with something that's close. And unless it is really bad, then generally that is enough. Well, and if you go to your, your hardware store... They've got wood crayons they as do. well that are even closer. So, so the, the, just your old Crayola, great. You go and yep. get that, and that can that can fix you in a pinch and can do a wonderful job. If you're a little bit suspect and you're going, oh, it's not really that close, and I want to try and get, they they do sell wax crayons for that purpose. Yes, they do. and they've got them in a variety of colors yeah, yeah. that are pretty close to the stains. Yes, which I'm pretty sure is made by Crayola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it? Farathane, I think, is the main brand um, yeah. that they uh, they stock here. Something like that. I might have said that slightly wrong. It's very close. Um, and again, that they, would make sense because they make stains. Verithane, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, Verithane is a brand name yes. for a stain. And yeah. it's funny because it's a brand name, but I would always think, oh, we're going to Verithane this. Oh, it's bigger than in North America than, than it is in Europe because we don't have Verithane. You don't have Verithane? No, no, we don't in, in Europe. And I don't know what particular brand, I mean, I don't know what differentiates Verithane from a stain, but Verithane is a ver. We would say, yeah, I'm going to Verithane that, but maybe that's just like. See, we use Cuprinol for that. Oh. That would be our standard uh, go-to in um, in okay. Europe, and I do love a good stain, especially exterior. If yeah. I've got all that to do, I'll tell you about that later. Um, so, so crayon, that's a number crayon, one. Crayon's a great one. Now, other things that, that um, actually you found in your, your research. I found one that they were talking iodine, and I'm I, going, I was really? thinking that we group all of the nuts <laughs> ones together, okay? <laughs> Interesting, there are nuts on here, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one as well. So iodine, right. My issue with iodine is quite simple, which is There's whenever you've used iodine... <laughs> right <laughs> on your arm it stains everything doesn't it did you read the back of this though so you put it on a little cotton bud and then you you drag it across the crack but be, beware to not get it outside the crack because it's going to stain yeah. well, who's got a cotton bud that's got the the you know they, they do sell yeah. them that has the nice little like arrow tip on them but who's got those right no i wouldn't use that if i was going to go down the um the iodine route I would use like an artist's paintbrush, one of the Ooh, really, really yeah, thin ones. Yeah. And then the other thing you don't want to do is spill the iodine when oh, you're working. You, oh, you know that that's going to happen to someone. So <laughs> away from the table that you're working on, I would literally just grab. All you're going to need is a thimble full. Uh, full. That's the absolute maximum that you need. Yeah. So in which case, work with a thimble rather than anything more oh, than yeah, that. Sure. An artist's brush, and you need a steady hand. So 
don't go the morning after a big <laughs> night on the on the um, the fermented grape. Let's put it that way, right? So, and then if you're basically doing that now, the problem that I've got with iodine is because it's so thin. Basically, the scratch is still going to be there. You're not going to actually have the fill that you want to be yeah. able to do it. So it's still going to have the hole, and that uh, and that yeah. and someone's going to see that. They're going to come every time you go. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a cover, but I can still see it. Yeah. So then, in that situation, if you were going to do that, you would basically want to use some kind of wax, whether it be a standard beeswax, which would be normal mm. on a table like that, and mm. a lot of it, um, to try and fill that over as you go. Um, but it's going to take. Might as well use a crayon again. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm at. You see, <laughs> but then they reckon on the research stuff that you pulled up, they reckon that the um, that a crown doesn't last. Yeah. Well, I've got proof of that from how old am I? 45 <laughs> years. I did it when I was eight. So we're basically at, what, 37 Still years. Still there. Still absolutely fine. There you we know? go. So, Wouldn't even see it with, you know, the bits and bobs that have happened over now, time. What did you make of this walnut? See, the wal- that's a well-known one. I knew so about I've walnut I've never heard before. of that. You've heard of that? I've never heard yeah, of that. I have, yeah. But I, I haven't done it because the other thing is, if you imagine you're going, going at it with walnut, yeah. To be able to get enough of it to go into that um, the whole area, you're going to be going all the way around that, aren't you? But then you've got that to deal with. So if I was going to use walnut, I would actually want to buff it and buff oh. the table with a proper buffer. Right. Well, if I'm buffing it, there's a very good chance I'm going to pull out whatever I got into that crack anyway. Yeah. It's walnut. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't attach as such. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, technically it sounds logical and walnut would be kind of a sensible consistency, but really? Good, yeah. What about the instant coffee? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're doing this just to, just to wind me up, James. On, and, and hey, it solves two things at once. You know, because if you've if you've had a little bit of a bender, a little bit of instant coffee is always going to really make you feel good because that stuff's rot gut. James, but, James, James, James. You get to thinking, right? This is someone who had a bender. And then the next day, they're looking and they're going, oh, no, what am I going to do? And they're, they're holding the Nescafe in their hand. They're going, I've got an idea. <laughs> and the idea is to go back to bed, get rid of that hangover, and let's try this again. A little bit more sensibly Do they call time. it a bender in uh, Yeah, in the absolutely. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Maybe that's from the UK that I've heard that. Probably is. <laughs> um, we're responsible for most bad ideas, including that. Instant coffee. Get a grip. No. They're going to say, do, do, oh, yeah, but also, so let's just work on so, that. One so the Vaseline is not a good idea either. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is going on? Seriously, these people, this is where peanut butter came in. This came under peanut butter as well. I mean, which which element of garbage there is, is that? There is peanut butter. There is peanut butter. Yes. Seriously. Crunchy or smooth? <laughs> Oh, which brand so in my household in your household we've got a significant problem right which is we've got dogs now i don't know about yours but my dog can smell peanut butter oh, at yeah. about a two kilometer radius oh yeah right so at that point i don't have to worry about the scratch anymore i've got to worry about the normal oh hey i've got one for you uh, the side note yes my wife makes these peanut butter dog biscuits blimey I'll uh, I'll sh- get, send you the recipe. Super super easy to make. Very kind, but unfortunately oh, no. okay. we can't yeah. do nuts in our house. Oh yeah, that's uh, sorry, I forgot, I forgot you got that. It's all good. Yeah. But uh, again, peanut butter, absolute insanity. Oh, yeah, the dog, it, it would be all over it if you had that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, vinegar and oil. That's an interesting one because I can't think of anything better <laughs> for removing the natural wax on <laughs> can, your table can already. You imagine? Can yeah, you yeah. imagine? I mean, I'm I'm amazed that paint stripper isn't on here. <laughs> if vinegar and oil is going to be there, well, they they got lemon juice oh uh, i mean come on it sounds no this all sounds like someone's having a great dinner party and they're just oh i made a scratch you know let's got a little bit of that balsamic let's put it on this research <laughs> sounds like it's somebody who had a big night the night before absolutely not a garbage stick to your crayon without a doubt or, shoe polish no french polish now if you're oh, going to get french serious polish? french polish french, well i don't know because it only comes with a specialist and you need that specialist on it Okay, so let's imagine you've got something that is really high value and you've done some proper damage to it. Now, Jumeirah Carpentry that we talked we talked about. Oh, I saw those guys the other day at the kennel where we take our dog to. Now, in the very early days, you know, the same house where I was talking about the the brother, uh, sorry, the mother-in-law and father-in-law's Dodgy Garden Electrics. Okay. About I like the way we keep running back and forth in the timeline here. That's nice. It's kind of normal in my world. <laughs> Everything comes like a scattergun, unfortunately. So sorry, listeners. Now, 
on that house, when we were moving out, I had a new team that had um, we had available, and they just needed pictures taken out. It was absolutely fine. Anyway, it turns out they sent a driver who was on trial with us at the time to assist, which was the worst decision ever. Wow. He decided that rather than picking up the ladder to take it downstairs, the ladder legs should have been taped anyway, and they weren't. He would drag it down the staircase, the oh. wooden staircase. Oh, no. Right? This, this is was a, an aluminum ladder? Yes. And, oh, no, no, no. It was steel. Oh, so, even better. Yeah, even clank, better. Clank. I know. I've got one of those old yeah, steel ladders. Yeah, oh, no. Right. So the good news was we knew that he'd only um, uh, caught it with one side of the ladder because there were only two gouge marks all the way down the staircase. <laughs> the bad news was he was so lazy, I automatically beat myself on that one, that, um, that he hadn't lifted it on any one step okay this is a property that has literally just sold it was it was sold and therefore yeah. there was a new um, a new owner that was coming in it was quite clear that i had no way of being able to use iodine tea mm. coffee <laughs> lemon peanut butter to solve this one this was not going to work so i got the guys at jamera carpentry in now they have it's a pot uh-huh. Okay, a pot that then is poured into another container to which they add various different linseed oils and various other bits like this to create whatever their French polish equivalent is. Now, at this point, unfortunately, I left the house, but I came back three hours later to utter perfection. Really? We'd never even known it Totally was fixed. Absolutely, perfectly matched. Now, the reason why you can't French polish yourself and why it is known as an art form is simply by the reason that... You need so much knowledge to get that tone absolutely correct to stop yeah. having to refinish that entire staircase to be able to blend it into what is, in effect, a surface that has already been subject to UV for seven, eight years. Yeah. So what you're buying there is the knowledge and the geniusness of the guy who is able to match all of that mm. in on such a dynamic surface. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's, uh, it, woodworking is an art, and it, it's, oh, it really it's, it's one of those lost arts. There's yeah, not a lot of people going into woodworking anymore. No, no, no. Absolutely true. Mm. So bless him talking of Jamera Carpentry, so one of the jobs I've got at the moment is Natalie has decided all the neighbours are able to look into our, our actually no on two sides are able to look into our garden because they've got nothing better to do. <laughs> She's never seen anyone looking into the garden. But, but they might. But they might and that is just justly lost the plot over the weekend <laughs> to which we ended up tying, I bought for uh, Halloween, I bought um, I, d- I knew that she was going to do something crazy so I bought three table spreads. Okay. Anyway, one table spread went up over a wall tied between trees and I'm like, that's never going to hold. <laughs> yes it will, yes it will, you're such a cynic. 20 minutes later, down it comes. I'm like, I didn't even have to say I told you so. We're at that stage now. She's like, I'll deal with it. Anyway, she did. Bless her. I'll give her that. So tied it up yet again. Got the ladder out. Just climbing oh, up Oh, yeah, there. yeah. She knew she was not going to give me that job with it having any successful conclusion. So she did it herself. Bless her. And so this it, is sounding bodge jobby. Now this is oh, taking this, this right is back. extremely. See, this, <laughs> this is, is where the issue lies. Because I'm thinking you put up a nice sale or something. You know, yep. something that's going to. I offered that. I even had some triangular sail yeah. shades and uh, also some carabiner clips. Yeah. So two triangles to create a, a square. And that would look really nice with, with rope that i could do well it was only going to be for a, for a week or two anyway yeah. so i said i can do this no no i've decided <laughs> this is what we're doing so i'm like right you want to budget i'm not being a party to this so off you go so it's but, uh, no but aren't you worried people are going to be driving by going and that's the we will fix a guy well the thing is luckily it's the back of the garden <laughs> yeah right? where no one's looking in where anyway no one's, well no one's ever looked in so yeah hence the issue but what it did mean was i had to speed up the process of getting a fence built uh-huh. So in the end, I got quotes from loads of different people, and it's 60, 60 running meters that I've got to do. It's not it's not a small fence to say the least. Uh-huh. And in the end, it's to it just go with quality, but within your budget. So I've been thinking about this actually for a couple of months, and what I came up with was that you're going it, aluminum fencing. Uh, no. We talked about it at one point, but that came in at 15,000. It was yeah, insane. Okay. So that was off the off the agenda. So instead, um, Natalie went, why can't we just use a softwood frame? Well, the reason for that is really obvious, which is inside three weeks, it will be bent like a boomerang. Yeah. And inside six months, even if I put preservative on it, it will be just an utter mess. So it's a definite no. So I had a conversation with the chaps at, um, uh, at Jamera Carpentry. And they were like, yes, we can do it in Moranti. Like, Moranti? What is Moranti? Moranti is a local hardwood. 
Right? Utterly brilliant. And bless them, don't get me wrong, they give me a very good rate. But with that as a frame, and then um, Iranian bamboo, which is more of a reed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I basically could make it so that the smallest height, which is one meter that those have, I could actually buy the panels as standard. Yeah. And there's going to be a little bit of chopping down on length in certain areas because obviously the, the concrete panels in my garden would not be standard, would they? They'd be. Yeah. <laughs> but listen to this for a while. Most of them well, does that sound, it sound like a bodge again? Most of them, no, this is not a bodge. How dare you? So, oh, you're talking about email. Yeah, yes, yeah, bodge. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking. <laughs> standard is six meters, okay? Yeah. So why are two six meters 15, okay? Why are two five meters 25? I'm just like, surely you would go standard, standard, standard. Oh, we've got an end bit here, so we'll chop that one down, and these are the non-standard. Yeah. No, all the way around the garden. It's nuts. So they're all going to be custom built to the size, because I want the vertical lines that come with the concrete panel to line up with right. what we've got above. Yeah. Then we'll attach the reeds to the frames, in effect. Oh. Which, and those reeds, because they're standard, are cheap. Yeah. So away we go, and we've got the whole lot covered for basically, hopefully, around the 3,000 dirhams mark. Oh, so, that's spectacular. Well, no, to be fair, I've got free fitment, because obviously my boys will be fitting them. Yeah. It is, um, hopefully, it will just solve the problem, and Her Majesty can get back to more important <laughs> things than the neighbours <laughs> not looking at us. So, so, so I, I think I used to have a neighbour looking in issue. Uh, I have a hot tub in the backyard. Oh, I'm treat the street. You know what? And I'd be I'd be butt naked. Well, straight the in thing there. is, I noticed they put up curtains, <laughs> ah, so they don't look in. Right. So if they were looking in, they're not looking in anymore. So it's one of those. <laughs> I can't avert my eyes. I desperately want to. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? So you know, we've got that one. Yeah. Um, which is classic. Now, the next one that I want to go on to, actually, because I haven't read about burns, so I'm not too clear on that one, but the next one I want to go well, on to the, is... The burn, the burn one, actually, is is simply what you were talking about in, in the kitchen. And ah. so, like a kitchen counter, you've got a, a, you know, a work surface, and what happens, you know, you're pulling out your freshly made bagels from sourdough, and you put the thing on top of that wood surface, or you've got your nice, you know, stew pot that you pull off the, the hob, and next thing you know, you put a nice big burn in the countertop. I've just noticed this is from the same research <laughs> as did the scratches, James. This is right? a different one. This is actually a different one. Oh, is it? Yeah, but All it's right. equally well, as bad. This one, this one is clearly smoking crack as well. Like, what they basically state here is... I thought I could wind you up a little bit with some oh, of these. Oh, man. Lightly sand the edges of the groove to trench or level it with the surrounding surface as much as possible. However... Don't over-sand it, and be careful not to damage the surrounding finish, but make sure that all of the burn is removed. Okay, anyone who has sanded anything like this will know that the natural process of sanding basically creates a dust that will, will embed itself into that burnt area. So you've got to sand a lot more than just the burnt area to get all of the burn out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> seriously. Right. And again, with this one, this is really difficult because it, it's it, there's a difference between like a um, a pan mark, which yeah. you've gone, oh no, what did I put that down for? Which you probably could get out with some uh, some really light sandpaper, and then you need to fully refinish it, which right. is a pain. Yeah. Versus um, like the side, the classic one, which again my brother and sister-in-law have, is oh, no. where um, they had a very large flame on their uh, their front left burner of their cooker, and then they put a saucepan on it, which spread out that flame underneath the saucepan and charred oh, like the whole no. of the corner of the... Um, really? Yeah, yeah. You've got no way around it. On that one, the only way of doing it is to put uh, basically a veneer over the top mm. of it to hide it. Yeah. You haven't got a way around that. Um, so... Yeah, I don't believe this. <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> turning on, to we're on to we are on to next to do um, marble. Let's do yeah. marble because that's that's a oh, really man, interesting that's one. A, that's another big one, isn't it? And I. Yeah. It is, but then also you've got two different types here. And we, when we say marble, we, it could be anything from granite right. to composite. Trazo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it can go all the way to flooring as well. Uh, it's exactly the same scenario here. Now, here's an interesting one for you, which is on, with the main developments in Dubai, because they use mainly uh, natural materials when they're using uh, marble they use some form of um, of natural material natural material comes with faults in it yeah now if you imagine like a situation like a kitchen sink where you're chopping out the majority of the width of um, of that piece of stone there is every chance that there'll be a natural fault line that means that that actually breaks 
Okay. Now I moved in, and this is back in 2008, I moved into a Springs property, which had exactly this issue, which was it broken front and rear. Oh. And it had been repaired. And because I was the first person to move into this Broken property... Broken front and rear, and they, they tried to fix it. Yeah. So I, I basically went to them and said, look, <laughs> you're having a laugh here. Yeah, what's this all about? There's, um, this is an obvious snag. I'll have that replaced. Thank you very much. Oh, no, sir. Because it's a natural material and it's a natural fault line, oh. this is considered acceptable. <laughs> right? Okay. But we can make a better attempt at the repair. Now, to be fair to them, they did make a really good attempt at the repair. And the way that they did it was with um, epoxy resin and a colour that oh, went okay. in it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah? So but over time, that can, that can really It does. Look. It kind of mellows because you get yeah. a real variation with um, marbles and the, the equivalent yeah. kind of materials around the belt. So um, it was actually acceptable. But what it describes in here, which would be possible in many countries, but I think you'll have a real struggle with it, is to find stone powder in the right yeah. colour for what you're using. I, I think we can get that here, though, can't we? I don't, I don't know of a supply. It's not oh, my okay. specialist area, if I'm honest. Yeah. But, um, again, stone powder is a difficult one because uh, what you see when it's dry is not the colour you will get when it is mixed with uh, whatever your, your binding material so is. So you, know you know what I'm hearing? The bells are going off in my head, and I'm, I'm hearing the same kind of issue that you have with Joubert carpentry when you're doing the French polish, yeah. is if you're going to be doing any of this, you got to get the stonemasons in. Oh, yeah. Because you got to get the marble guy in. I definitely would. Because would. they're going to know exactly what to do. Yeah. If you're not going to do that, always go a lot of shades lighter than um, a lot of shades lighter than you originally think. Because as soon as you add, and again, when you when you think about what the, if you've got a small crack, yeah. I would probably go at it with something like Araldite or oh. an epoxy um, okay. resin. But it needs to be supported. It's cracked for a reason. So it needs to be supported underneath as well. So my start point would be some kind of support underneath it that is clamped both sides. Uh, so okay. something strong. So you know yeah. that it's not going to crack again. And then li uh, literally clamp it there, 24 hours. Use the uh, the epoxy resin underneath to actually have that in position and, and under pressure. Yeah. And then, and only then, would I start on the top side of it. Okay, okay? So more. So this is this is time. I mean, this is and this is what so many people are not yeah. so ready for. Is they they want speed. They want I want this done now. Yes, absolutely. And then the the other great one is um, they then some of the, some of this research reckons okay, get the pieces that have fallen out and then put them back in and then bind around it. What will practically happen if you try that is in the one of two scenarios. If you've got the whole chunk as it goes, you will end up with a raised surface that needs grinding down, yeah. which is then going to be ridiculously painful to do unless you And are. you're never going to get it finished again the way no. it was, especially if it's a polished finish, it's done. Yeah, absolutely. Or alternatively, if you've only got bits of it, it's obviously going to go in at a different angle because as soon as you apply the epoxy, you're not going to be able to keep it in a static position anyway. So it, no, don't. <laughs> It would uh, either if you've got tiny small bits, then fair enough, put it put it in it. But you need to be able to smooth it off and make sure. Remember that um, the epoxy will shrink as it goes, so you need to be over in the first instance. And again, you are going to need to give it some additional finishing, but you want to minimise that as much as possible. I see some of the trazo and and some of the granite stairwells where the 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 edges have broken off, where someone's dropped something. A lot more, a lot more time on the trazo stuff than which is that like a a whole collection of rock that's been put together in a, say, a, you know, simple way to describe it is like a cement mixture. You had a family member who does yeah, yeah, this, yeah. didn't my, you? My, my father-in-law. My father-in-law. Yes. is a Trazo guy. Amazing. Uh, marble. Marble guy and Trazo guy. Wow. Yeah. You know, Art Ceramic is what the company was called in Montreal. So if people might remember back in the day, think back 25, 30 years, Art Ceramic. And they were around for, you know, his his father owned this company. His work will be around for hundreds of oh, yeah. years to come. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that's the great thing about it. Crazy so. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was in, in a, sort of a lost art, that Terrazzo. When you think of it, and you, you know, where do you see that? Think schools and those sort of places. And, and I always remember sort of the change rooms would have this because the surface is just so good. And it looks like all these little pebbles, yeah. but it's completely polished and flat. That's Terrazzo. It's stunning though, isn't it? Yeah. And it's come back. I mean, it went out of um, out of fashion in the probably the what early mid eighties, yeah. maybe even later than that. Which is ridiculous because you look at all of the stunning yeah. architecture. You know, there's loads yeah. in Italy where Terrazzo was huge, obviously, yeah. and um, and now that is like the pinnacle 
of yeah. the best floor that money can buy. Well, That's and, and my want. brother-in-law, he, his, his family was all, they were also tile man. He's a tile guy. He was, and he got out of the business and went into rock scaling. Wow. Uh, you know, he's, he's a crazy guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, well, he'll deal with a lot more dynamite when you're, when you're doing rock scaling. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's this guy, this guy, Andrew Salmaso is his name. Hanging from a vertical rock face. How's he do? With a compressor hanging from some kind of a crane, and then they're drilling holes into the rock face so that they can put these these screw things in to you know, or put holes in so they can blast it. Just, just incredible. But he, so he was a tall guy, and again, brilliant at all these things. You know, the, the big challenge for tall for tall folks is they're they're literally on their knees so much. A lot of these guys ends up with big knee problems. Same with carpet fitters. Yeah. I've got a couple of friends who are in, just in their forties, and that is their main issue. Yeah, without a doubt, either backs or knees, yeah. isn't it? That goes with those same kind of things. It's so. a difficult one. Yeah. So um, again, yeah, some kind of epoxy finish is, is the route if you've got stone issues uh, going that way. If in doubt. Don't try it because then get it's the a real in. pain yeah. to try and get it all don't, off. Again. Don't bodge it. No, don't bodge don't it. Bodge. <laughs> and you know, YouTube's another great one for that, which is watch somebody, but make sure they actually do it rather than talk about doing it. Have a look at the end result, find out whether or not you agree with what I they're don't telling know. you. I, you know, quite often it makes sense in these videos to turn off all the audio. Yeah. So that way you're not listening to what they're saying to you, Just but watching. what you're actually doing yeah. makes a lot of sense. And then, but before you start, take a look and figure out. Oh, hold on, oh, mine doesn't look the same. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Now, which which tools am I missing? Which product am I missing? Can I? And and then I sometimes just like to watch how the person does it and realize, yeah, this person's done this a lot, and. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to make it look like that. But you imagine just the polishing of a marble when that, that finish has occurred. Yeah. You start off dry and then you've got to go to a wet, a yeah. wet polish. Well, you really need to know what you're doing for wet polishing, without yeah. a doubt. Otherwise, the whole lot is going to have to be done and not by you at your cost. So that's a little bit painful as well. Yeah. Hey, we didn't get to cutting boards, but we can pick that up another day. This has been a lot of fun, as always. I mean, we taught maintenance for the whole period. Can you believe I know. What's gone wrong? <laughs> well, we're going to do it all again real soon. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Colin Thomas from Essential Maintenance, and we will fix it Dubai. Yes. The one-stop shop for advice, repairs, and a whole bunch more. We're recording this at the Rove Hotel downtown in Dubai in the podcast studio. If you want to find out more about what we do, www.potaholics.com. That's how you can get a hold of us across all the socials as well. Potaholics with a K. It's been nice. It's been fun. Talk to you again soon. Sounds good.